You are Locked On Mississippi State, your daily podcast on the Mississippi State Bulldogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Hill State Nation? Welcome into Locked On Mississippi State, your daily podcast dedicated to the Mississippi State Bulldogs. I'm your host, Taylor Jones. Bart Heitch joining me as well. Locked On Mississippi State is a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. First half of this show is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts that your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On Mississippi State sent you. So we've got uh, Bart Heitch on today, and a lot of people are wondering, well, what, uh, why, why is he on today's show and not yesterday's show? Well, technology didn't allow us to uh, work out the way that uh, that we wanted it to. Uh, it didn't work out, and then when it finally decided to work out, the uh, scheduling didn't work out. So we're going to uh, change some things around. Normally on today's show, we recap uh, Coach Leach's press conference. We're going to push that till tomorrow, and... Um, Bart Heitz will uh, join us again on Friday's show as well. It's uh, going to be a pretty big week. I know we've got a lot to recap from the Arkansas game. You and I, Bart, will talk about the game, and we will uh, kind of you know, just let you uh, give us your firsthand experience of being on campus uh, during the uh, COVID-19 outbreak and what it's like attending a football game. We'll get into that a little later into, t- uh, into today's show. But uh, Mississippi State losing to Arkansas on Saturday, uh, one and one on the year. Uh, a lot of good things happened, but uh, for the most part, the more important things didn't really uh, go the Bulldogs' way or didn't really bounce the Bulldogs' way. And we'll start very early in the uh, in the game with our, our guy Kylan Hill going out. Uh, how big do you think that was? Not only for him rushing the football, but uh, having uh, KJ an extra target uh, off the field. Well, man, good to be here, Taylor. Um, yeah, tough loss. I uh, wasn't expecting that. Same time, it's a young team. Coach Leach, you've heard him say that consistency is something that's got to be um, – it's just got to get better. And, you know, anytime you have what's arguably the best back in the league go out that early uh, and in that manner, and I actually thought it was fortunate. I thought it was a fumble. Uh, but, but, you know, he was you – know, it's a scary moment. Um, and then, you know, you want him to be okay. And then when you kind of start seeing this develop that, you know, wow, we got running backs that catch 18 balls in that game. What if Kylan catches 12 of them? I mean, bumper pull was amazing. Linebackers were amazing. A couple of their DBs too. But, you know, that bumper pull guy had an equivalent equivalent of like a 20 rebound game. He had a 20 tackle game. And, and that was kind of the mentality. I, I was telling a buddy of mine, that um, it would be like back in 96 in the final four year, if we would have been playing, you know, an Arkansas, uh, a really good Arkansas team, and Daryl Wilson would have gotten hurt and I would have had to come in. <laughs> yeah. You know, no, no offense to a freshman, but they're just not Colin Hill. And, uh, and so that definitely hurt, um, among other things. Obviously, we'll get into the turnovers. And, uh, you know, turn it over eight times in the first two games, that's that's a very alarming to me. Um, and our QB is responsible for six, seven of those. So, you know, we just we got some consistency things to clean up. We've shown glimpses that we can be good, and uh, and I think we'll be okay very soon. You can't you can't lose heart. Just you know, you have the high of LSU, you know that week, and then you have the low of this week, and it's life. You know, and it's good for those kids and good for Arkansas Taylor. It's been tough for them for a long time, man. You know, we understand what that's like from the standpoint 
watching those sidelines, watching Felipe Franks, the licks he took, kept coming back. Good for them. Congratulations. Um, you know, they, it was uh, – I don't ever like watching us lose, but it was neat because you could tell those kids that they really started believing. In, and I don't care what program it is. When you, see, when you see culture start changing, you know, at least an opportunity for it to in front of your eyes, it's really neat. Yeah, I'm curious to see just how well Arkansas does the rest of the way. Of course, it's going to be tough on everybody having to play 10 SEC games. You think that uh, even the best of the best are going to slip up occasionally. But uh, Sam Pittman, the uh, the energy that I felt like he brought to Arkansas, and then you could just kind of tell uh, during his press conference when he first uh, got hired at Arkansas that uh, just due to all the emotion, all you could tell that he was ready to be there, and you could tell that that emotion was going to radiate onto the players, and it's good to – uh, finally see that as well. But you brought up the running backs there. Uh, Dylan Johnson scoring his first career touchdown. Jaquavius Marks having eight catches, 10 carries for 72 total yards. So the two guys that back up Kylan Hill, what are your uh, thoughts on their performance and how well you think they'll uh, contribute the rest of the year? I think it's a really good one-two punch. Um, I, I love Marks' ability to catch the football and to squeeze through those little holes. But Johnson, hey, he, he runs hard. Uh, and, and that touchdown run was a really good run on fourth down because he could have been tackled in the backfield, and it was just instinctive, and just, bam, he's gone through the line and breaks the tackle on this touchdown. Receiving uh, receiving the football, you know, and just understanding how to get where, um, I think is something that will come. But I, I don't think any uh, – I, I don't think anyone – but our, our offensive line now got, got uh, you know, got, got dealt with a little bit at times, Taylor. Uh, online. And it was just up front. We weren't able to, you know, maybe we didn't have the confidence because it was freshman running backs, but, you know, we, we didn't run the ball like we're going to need to in this league against the better defenses down the road. But, but, but you know, it was equivalent to um, to young kids playing against a zone in basketball, you know, when you're not used to standing out there and having to make shots. I mean, it was very obvious that Arkansas wanted the ball in their hands and wanted their experienced linebackers coming up and tackling them. And they felt comfortable with that and felt like, as that red zone, as we talked about last week, gets shorter, um, it's just harder to score. And so turnovers, um, red zone, you know, how's Colin going to be? But there again, the second game of this whole tenure um, of a whole regime change. And, and and I'm just, Taylor, it was just really good to be at a college football game. And, and there was a lot of peace there. And so I, you know, people have seen me at games. Most of the time I get upset, you know, maybe it's, you know, you get a little bit more seasoned with age, but, it was just really cool to have college football and see all the people enjoying it and, uh, and see a good story come out of it. And that's uh, one thing I did want to bring up to you. Uh, Bart was able to uh, take in the game day experience of a COVID-19 game day. He got to go to Starkville. He got to uh, tailgate off campus. So uh, we, we you know hope the police aren't uh, looking for Bart at the end of the show. But uh, he was able had to – Had the mask on. Had the mask on. He, he did. So the New York Times can uh, back off as well. Uh, but you were able to get out there. You were able to tailgate. Uh, you were able to go into the stadium. So just from start to finish, how did a COVID-19 game day in Stark Vegas compare to what is a normal game day experience for you? It, it was it was somewhat normal, uh, you know, and that's what we really wanted to do was try to make it that way. And so, you know, Friday, oh, Waverly is always oh, Waverly. Never beat that. Shout out to Brad and Will from those guys. Um, just what an amazing facility, and they just and they're always so good to us out there. You haven't played it, man. You got to get out there. It's just it's, it's unbelievable. It's one of the best kept secrets. And actually, I ran into uh, KJ Costello's uh, mentor and uh, dad and sister, and they were oh just really wow same thing. Yeah, they were like, how is this in Mississippi? 
you know, and, uh, and, and it really is just a special place. And so we kind of started then and, um, and then Saturday got up, set the tent up, you know, people were driving by honking at least 10 people stopped and said, thank y'all for doing that, you know, and they bring their cowbells and honk. And so it was kind of what we expected and watch football. And, and then uh, my parking pass is at, the, at, at my place in Orange Beach that I still can't go back to. And so I didn't have my parking pass. And so I just – I knew it wouldn't be that bad to take an Uber. So I took an Uber, had a great conversation on the way to the game. Um, it reminded me of going to class, you know, in early spring, um, I guess, uh, like, like – like, I don't know if you'd say in the morning or in, in the – like right after lunch or something – uh, it was just quiet, you know, and there weren't that many people walking around. And typically when I go, it's to a sporting event now to campus. I hadn't really ever thought about that. That's, you know, usually there's a lot more people no, no matter what event I'm going to. So it was different. Uh, it was peaceful. It was kind of like being there maybe in the summertime, you know, when you go to school in the summer, there's not as many people there. But um, the, the one thing, I, you know, I, I did my normal routine, got in, and the school work club was open. And when I got up there, uh, I, I just immediately wanted to walk outside and see if we could stand, stand where I normally, where we normally stand. And uh, it's kind of in the corner of the stadium up where the cabanas are. We stand right in front of those. And I, I don't know, I don't know this, but State was the only team on the field. And so I didn't know if, you know, they didn't let the teams warm up. At the same time, that's something I hadn't thought about. Um, but, it, but it was kind of normal, but it wasn't as crowded. And it was just kind of cool and peaceful. And, and the student section was great. Um, they were all, everybody was, you know, trying to social distance. Everybody in the stadium was doing the same. And people were adhering. And it was it was different to watch, uh, but but it was it was somewhat similar. And I think that's what we were all going going for. Uh, it, it was COVID COVID game day wasn't uh, that much different as it normally is. Uh, although I didn't get to watch the game with my buddies and, you know, mi- and mix it up because they didn't go. And I, and I didn't, we didn't get to talk football like we usually do. That would be the one thing that I, that I did miss about it. We'll continue our conversation about uh, COVID-19 protocols and uh, Mississippi State football's loss to Arkansas. Maybe talk a little bit about the game upcoming this week. Um, we've got much more of the show coming up with today's guest, Bart Heitch, here on Locked On Mississippi State, your team every day. So you hear me talk about rockauto.com and how they have all the parts that your car will ever need. But gosh, let me tell you, they have engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil. I even spilt something in my car the other day and I was thinking, gosh, there's no way I can ever get that out. Do they even have new carpet? Is that even a thing? Well, it is a thing and you can buy it at rockauto.com. It's perfect for your daily commute uh, car. If you've got a uh, old car that you're looking to restore, just an old car you like to uh, drive every now and then if you got like an old classic Jeep. I know my dad has a classic Jeep that he likes to uh, take trail rides up in the mountains sometimes. They've got everything for your car, and it's all easy. You can do it in just a few clicks and have those parts d- delivered directly to your door. Best of all, at rockauto.com, their prices are always reliably low, and they're the same for professional do-it-yourselfers as well as you. So uh, why spend up to twice as much for the same parts in those brick-and-mortar stores when you could go to rockauto.com? So you can go to rockauto.com now, find all the parts your car will ever need, and when you check out, be sure to write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us section so they know that Locked On Mississippi State sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts that your car will ever need, that's rockauto.com. Continuing our conversation with Bart Heitch here on today's Locked On Mississippi State. And we talked with Bart Heitch 
about uh, him attending the game on Saturday, and there were you know some differences, some similarities. It kind of felt like he was going to class instead of the traditional game day. But one thing you were able to do was to uh, you were able to tailgate, and that's one of the big things that the SEC has said: no tailgating on campus. They don't want as many people congregating together that they don't have to. But you were able to get together at the G. Tom Center, a spot away from campus. So what was it like tailgating and just being around friends again for a Mississippi State home game? It was awesome. Full transparency, um, there were no more than five people at the tailgate at one time. Uh, and we didn't, we didn't plan it, really. But we had, we had a couple of friends stop by interval times. Actually, uh, one, a roommate from college stopped by. Got to go work his kid out in uh, basketball in the morning. Shout out to my boy, Cy, Cy Hallberg and the Startville Academy Volunteers basketball program. Um, but, yeah, um, it was great. The food. My boy DP can just get it done, uh, and and the food was amazing. Uh, we had steak, we had wings, we had sausage, we had wickles. I mean, it was just all kinds of good sauces. And uh, how, how about my boy Taylor bringing out the the temperature gauge and checking each wing? Heck yeah! Like over and over and over. You know, and that's that's high level. I mean, that's high level stuff for the G Tom tip. That's how we do things. Two TVs going. You know, of course we had we had our flags going. My buddy had his had his. Uh, his views on display for sure um but 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 it was it was a little bit of normalcy you know to where we could sit there and it actually felt like college football saturday um to just to sit and watch the football games you know here you know what's the season going to be like look forward to our game and and it didn't turn out the way we wanted to but you know i just i just feel like everybody is a little bit more appreciative you know of that because sometimes we take it for granted that we just get to go to college football games you know a lot of places don't even have college football and, and don't even get to experience you know the the camaraderie between friends and old classmates and the clash between rivals and you know how much we go back and forth but you know a lot we talked about last week you know there's always been highs and lows to being a mississippi state fan right and and it's no better evident than the last week to this week you know, it was a different game plan. They got a, people have a blueprint now how to stop us and beat us, and we, you know, we're gonna make better decisions and and come back better for it next week. So all in all, I don't think it's gonna be bad for our football team. And uh, but but hanging out and and getting to just experience the time with my friends and and um, you know, and talk a little football and, and eat some good food was great. I know one of the things I enjoy doing when I go to a football game is interacting with the other team's fans. Of course, there are some that you have to be a little more careful with than others, but uh, Arkansas, they usually bring a pretty good crowd to road SEC games, and I know it was probably a little different there. Were you able to see a lot of uh, Arkansas fans, and if so, were you able to you know interact with them really, or uh, just what was it like you know seeing the opposing team fan bases coming to the stadium? I would say there was a group. Obviously, it had to be family, friends. Um, I would say about 30 people, and there was a little section, about 15 of them. Um, and they and you could hear them. You could barely hear them. They were all the way across um, you know, d- down where, where their team comes out. And it, it was just to see them there, you know, supporting their team, and you could tell how happy they were. The, I didn't see one Arkansas fan anywhere walking in or out. I mean, hmm. there was I mean, there was nothing but state fans on that side. And I guess that's the only tickets that were really allotted were over there. 
But, um, you know, it, that had to be a think about that, how cool that experience was for them, how cool it was for, you know, those state families and folks that got to go last weekend on the road and celebrate, you know, as a as a smaller unit of, uh, of a university family, if you will, um, you know, as fans, you know, and as parents and, and brothers and sisters and what have you. So um, I didn't get to. But I'll tell you this. And, and, and I'll give it to them. I love Arkansas. They all, of all the places I ever went and played, they always gave the hardest time. Man, them cats would be out there at nine o'clock in the morning waiting on you to shoot around with coffee. Students stand out there with coffee, just waiting on you to get off that bus so they could just give it to every one of you. I'm talking about knowing who your high school girlfriend was, you know, all kinds of stuff. And they love it. They're passionate about their teams and they've been down for a while. Um, and, and, you know, I texted my buddy Blake Eddins, uh, played ball up there and told him, man, congratulations, because I know y'all, uh, you know, that y'all been through it and they love football like we do. And so, hey, like I said, not a great weekend for us. But we got to have a good one last weekend. You know, good for Arkansas. Good for Coach Pittman, Barry Odom, Felipe Franks, all those guys. Uh, and, I'm, and I'm proud for them. So we're all in the SEC today. Yeah, you you know talk about the students and fans at Arkansas, you know, waiting on you to get off the bus, and they know your old high school girlfriend. I'm sure they probably know other uh, personal things about you. That's a lot more. That's a lot more impressive hearing it now because you know back back when you played basketball, there wasn't such thing as MySpace or Facebook or Instagram. They had no way of you know spending hours upon hours creeping on Bart Heitch and anybody else at Mississippi State. So that's pretty impressive. you got to give them a lot of props for that. Now, bro, I think we might have had MySpace. Really? Don't, don't, yeah, man. I know that's a lot of hair go, but, I mean, don't, you know, I think maybe. Um, I know I had an email address back then. Oh, okay. I was okay. Still saying, well, actually, I just changed it uh, not too long ago. But I, I will say this. Um, Arkansas, like, like nowhere else. Uh, the, by far the best, the, the best one liner on me and, and Taylor. There were a whole lot of them because I was an easy target uh, back when I played when we'd go on the road. But um, I remember uh, a lot of our fans will probably remember I had some off-season trouble, um, couldn't stay out of flowing eddies uh, and other places. So I got in a little trouble with the law, and uh, I remember we were coming out and it was dead quiet, and all these students were just standing there, like the band was kind of standing there. They were all there, and we had. It, it was my third trip, so I knew how bad they were, and I knew it was going to be really bad on me. So we walk out, and nobody said anything. It's kind of quiet, and we're all out there bouncing and whatever. All of a sudden, this guy goes, ready! And the band, like, hit, you know, their drums or whatever, and this dude all of a sudden goes, hey, Bart, want a shot of vodka to warm up before the game? <laughs> and, I mean, dead quiet, and our guy started laughing. I just couldn't. I started laughing. So we kept shooting, whatever. Well, my dad had driven up, you know, uh, bless him. I know if he was still here, he would love me telling the story. So he comes walking down, like, kind of through there, like, kind of on the side when their students were. We talked for a minute. Well, daddy's kind of walking back up, and the same dude, um, he yelled out. He said, Hey, Bart, who's that? Your uh, alcohol counselor? You know, and I was kind of feeling myself, and I turned around and I said, No, man, that's uh, that's my dad. And I don't think I said, man, I think I probably said something else. And Taylor, if I'm not sitting here, that man just quit messing with me. And he turned around and he said, hey, Mr. Heights, how much did Bart's DUI cost? Oof. Oof. <laughs> and so, hey, man, there ain't nowhere. Um, there ain't nowhere that'll get on you like Arkansas, uh, 100%. But that is a that that is a true story um, that, that, you know, after you made mistakes in life and, uh, you know, you, you're, you're better for them. 
Um, it's always going to be tough, but, you know, that's one of those that my dad and I, you know, it's an SEC basketball story that we eventually got to sit back and, uh, and enjoy just, it's the competitiveness of the league. If you're going to play in the league, you know, you got to take the good with the bad. Gosh, I never would have thought that with Arkansas. That's, uh, that's pretty entertaining, Bart. I'll, uh, be sure to, uh, keep a couple of, uh, topic ideas in the way when we play other SEC teams this year because I'm sure you've probably got a story for everybody if not uh if not all of them probably a handful of stories about that we'll have a little bit more with Bart Heitch on today's episode we'll get his thoughts on uh the the rest of the Arkansas Mississippi State game and uh this week's opponent the Kentucky Wildcats and how they did against uh the school from up north in overtime this is Locked On Mississippi State, your team every day. Today's show is brought to you by my favorite protein bar, that is Built Bar. Did you know that Built Bar, they taste like a candy bar. They're covered 100% in chocolate, so you think uh, that's probably not the best thing for them. But no, they are low-calorie, low-sugar. They have high protein. They're also high in fiber, perfect those that are health-conscious. And if you're on the keto diet, hey, they're your go-to protein bar. They're soft and easy to chew, and they have 18 amazing flavors including the caramel brownie, cookies and cream, raspberry, German chocolate, uh, one of my favorites, the lemon almond cheesecake, toffee almond, orange, coconut, peanut butter brownie, so much more. So you've got to get in on Built Bar if you're health conscious or if you're looking for a way to lose or maintain weight while indulging in something absolutely delicious. You don't find that at very many places, but you will find that with Built Bar. So when you go to BuiltBar.com, do my favorite thing where you uh, pick three flavors. And again, I've got 18 flavors to choose from. Pick a big box of uh, 18. And once you go to check out, use the promo code LOCKEDON. You will get an extra $10 off your next order. Again, use the promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. A protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. That is Built Bar. Final segment on today's show, uh, Mississippi State falling to Arkansas 21-14, falling to 1-1 one one on the year. Bart, you were able to see that firsthand, and we talked a little bit about uh, some things about the game in segment number one. But just your final thoughts on that game and what you think Mississippi State probably needs to work on before they head on to uh, Lexington uh, this weekend. You're going to see a lot of red zone practice this uh this league's different um you know coach Leach remembers how it was back when he was coaching um you know Kentucky and, and it just it shrinks and the athletes are better but we can't turn the ball we gotta get better in the red zone you know we gotta come up with touchdowns and I'm gonna tell you something the wind the windows it, people really need to give Barry Odom credit because the windows that I mean you can see from where we sit those windows the touchdown pass that Costello threw was amazing I mean he completely threw pay, pay no open the catch was wonderful I mean, it was, a, it was a phenomenal catch, maybe the catch of the week in the league. But that throw just – it was a broke throw through him open. Um, but a lot of times the pressure was coming from in the area of those windows that looked like to me. I'm not a, def- I'm not a football X and O guy, but it looked like they were taking away where that window was and bringing pressure and making him just have to look to that next read that's where that's all about. Um, so how are we going to deal with that? Because we're going to see the same thing. we got to run the football better. You know, what's Ky- you know, what's Colin's status going to be? You know, how, uh, how are we going to be able to, to to play with or without him? There's good and bad to that. Um, but it's a 10-game gauntlet, and I assure you that we need him in every single possible scenario to be on the field uh, as possible. I, you know, I, I missed it a little bit. You know, I, I was 
I was uh, I thought that we would I thought we would come out and uh, and handle that game. Okay. Well, now you get to refocus. Um, and Kentucky's going to run the football, and I, I think we can stop the run. I think we got guys, you know, that that you know, you just you didn't see a lot of those really explosive uh, explosive plays that you saw against LSU from our guys. But Arkansas was sound, and they and, you know they had a game plan to where they just didn't they weren't going to make a lot of mistakes, so they could stay in the game. And Kentucky's kind of the same way. But turnovers will be the key to this game. Uh, also, like I said, four turnovers uh, each game, you know, as an average, that's too many. We got to have, you know, two or less, if not one or less. And I think that'll be a focus. Hopefully they'll play as more man-to-man uh, defense so we can, you know, look for some of those 50-50 balls. But that was the one thing, Taylor. How, how do we get you – know, even if somebody's in a zone, how do we get into those 50-50 ball situations that we want, you know, like we had against LSU? There's got to be a way, you know, when we look at this film that we can still get some of those shots because there weren't hardly any of those that I saw. Do you? No, not very many. Not at all. I mean, not nearly as many. Not, and, I, and I know the coverage dictates a lot of that, um, but it, it just, from where I was sitting, there weren't a whole lot of people open all night. You know, and I don't really, I don't necessarily really know what that means um, because I got to see it when Colin's in there. To really know, uh, but Commonwealth's a special place to coach Leach. You know, he'll have uh, there'll be a lot of emotions, and so you don't have to worry about him getting back and being prepared. And, and it's going to be like this sometimes. You know, sometimes people are going to stop that thing, but you know, hopefully this weekend it'll get back to uh, us just air raiding and uh, and blowing folks out. Yeah, Kentucky coming into the game at 0-2. They lost in overtime to the school up north, 42-41. Um, they also lost to Auburn. In uh, week one, uh, we'll talk more about that coming up later this week with Bart Heitch. Uh, Bart, as always, a pleasure having you join the show. Thank you for that uh, little insight of uh, what game day was like on campus. And uh, hopefully we have uh, many more game days like that this year. We can continue doing this thing. And, uh, you know, best case scenario, maybe we can have a few more people uh, come into Davis-Wade Stadium and a few more people tailgate around campus. I don't know about on campus, but... Uh, things are starting to look up, and hopefully we continue to uh, see some football this year in the SEC. I think so. You know, it's just, we're just blessed to even have the couple of games under our belt that we have. You know, it was an awesome experience. We get a chance to go, um, you know, do it. And, uh, and let's keep talking football, and let's keep pulling on these uh, these Bulldogs. And, uh, you know, for the, for, for the rest of this week, for the rest of the year, as long as we have it, be a good Bulldog, be a good teammate, and wear your mask. Hey, amen. Where uh, where can people find you on social media? At bheich22. That's at bhyche22. Snapchat, Twitter, and Instagram. My Facebook, as always, is Bart Heitch. We've got a lot of uh, got a lot more shows coming up for you this week. Uh, Coach Leach's uh, press conference review coming up tomorrow. We'll have Nick Roush from Kentucky Sports Radio later this week as well. And then, of course, our traditional Maroon Friday show with our guy Bart Heitch. Looking forward to. Uh, continuing our conversation about Mississippi State and Kentucky this week, 6.30 at Lexington uh, on the SEC Network. Same time and place, but we get the uh, we get the big boy SEC Network channel instead of the alternate channel uh, to watch the game on this week. But Bart Heitch, as always, a pleasure talking with you, and uh, we look forward to talking with you again on Friday. Go dogs, Taylor. Take it easy. You can follow us on social media at Locked On Miss State. That's Locked On M I S S S T on Twitter and Instagram. You can also send us an email if you'd like, Locked On Mississippi State at gmail.com. So until tomorrow, Hail State. We'll talk again later.